Good morning, Pat Ziemer here with MagnaWave for our Tuesday morning edition of Office Hours where we come together to answer questions, have a discussion with you about whatever it is you might like to discuss with regard to PEMF, MagnaWave, training, machines, uh, whatever your questions may be. Uh, simply uh, put your questions in the Facebook page, <coughs> on the Facebook page or on the YouTube uh, thread that you can uh, post questions on. We are broadcasting through Facebook and YouTube and we're also on CastBox. Uh, the link will be uh, posted in the uh, notes for CastBox if you'd like to listen to us on CastBox. CastBox is a uh, radio-like uh, app that you don't have to watch so you can uh, do other things while you're listening uh, to the broadcast. You can also speak with me through CastBox. There's a way to just hit the microphone and it'll notify me and uh, we can talk that way. Or you can send a text to find 502-599-9722 and I will give you a call back and uh, answer whatever questions or have a discussion again about whatever it is you'd like to to discuss. So uh, before we get going I have some questions that are already uh, posted that have been uh, sent and I'd be happy to have a look at those but I'll tell you about a couple of things that are going on right now that you might find interesting or may be of interest to you. Uh, I signed a deal yesterday. I'm going to be uh, co-authoring a book with Jack Canfield. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Uh, Jack Canfield wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. Elaine and I were in uh, California a few weeks ago, did an interview uh, uh, interview program with Jack regarding uh, business success uh, that I believe will be posted on his new YouTube channel this week is the, uh, is the plan for that particular interview that you might uh, take a look, follow Jack Canfield on YouTube and you'll see the new channel. And then again, we're going to be writing a uh, book dealing with success with uh, Jack Canfield field so we're excited about that to be published uh, later this year uh, very excited about that also I wanted to uh, bring you up to speed on projects that we've been dealing with this is a personal project of mine but we have we are launching actually launching this week a new hemp product line uh, that I'm a participant in uh, it's we have the farm we process package and distribute totally under basically one roof or one ownership which we're excited about that a lot of companies have to buy their product outside bring it in process it or have it processed and packaged and sell but we control everything from start to finish uh, on our farm and uh, this farm that where the hemp is grown is operates under uh, government approval through the state of Kentucky as far as research is concerned so we're excited about that and the new product line, it's you can see it here, it's called Jute. Uh, and we have uh, tinctures, balms, uh, hot and cold uh, rub-on, uh, hot and cold roller application. We have lotion, we have soft gels uh, available. And so it's, it's, it's a pretty exciting line and I'm excited to be a part uh, of the Jute company. It's, if you wanna visit the website, it's Jute Health dot com and you can have a look at what's going on if you'd like to if you find interest and you want to purchase a product you can receive 20 percent discount on your first order simply by using the coupon code jute 49 j-u-t-e 49 uh, so there's a we're pretty excited about it have a look at it uh, and, and tell me what you think if you have questions about it send me a text and I'd be happy to uh, give you a call back and uh, talk about it a little bit if you'd like to there are ways that you can uh, earn some 
income. It's not a multi-level program, but it is a referral-based program. So if you refer a few people into the system, you can basically receive your product for free. We've been working on this really for about a year uh, to bring this to fruition. And uh, again, we're excited about it. So if you'd like to learn more, check out jutehealth.com uh, to see what's going on there with the products. We do have a call um, from a person that has a question. Let's bring them up here and see what's going on. Here we go. Good morning, Pat here. How are you? Kate? Uh, hi, Pat. Good, how are you? Good. You have a question? Yes. So, um, I have a horse that I'm going to be working on that just had surgery to have an enterolith removed. Um, it was pretty massive, like larger than a grapefruit. Uh -huh. um, and she also has chronic cellulitis in one of her hind legs and the main concern is actually the cellulitis right now mm -hmm. um, because she's obviously on stall rest um, for the next 30 days after that surgery uh -huh. um, so I was wondering if you had any suggestions as to um, how to kind of approach the cellulitis while still sort of they, they want us to kind of stay away from actually magna waving the, the intestines and things like that um, but I was wondering if you had any insight into how we might manage the, the cellulitis independently. Well, I, you know, certainly I would treat around the area and it's, where is it on the hind leg? Yeah, so it's, it's one of her hind legs that is a, is a chronic problem. I, I would cert, I would, what the way I would probably approach it is to <clears throat> treat the hoof. So you have good blood flow through mm -hmm. the roof, moving up the leg. Uh, if it's convenient to do that on the hind leg, sometimes it's a little more difficult to do. But I would treat the right. ankle and treat up the leg. So I just start, I treat okay. around the area where the cellulitis is, where you have the, have the issue. Mm -hmm. And then I would go on up the leg so you can help move what's there uh, moisture-wise or you know uh, liquid-wise away uh, from the inflammation from the from the area to uh, help relieve it. I would also, if you can do the hip, the rear, the buttocks area, uh, the the glute area, uh, and and up into the hip, stay away if they if they want from the area of the intestines. But that'll also help free up the blood movement through up through the body, the the fluid movement. Right. Would it also be beneficial to work on the other side? Yes. The other hind leg as well? Most certainly. Okay. Because what we're wanting to do is improve flow uh, to, so things can flow away and, and be taken out through the lymphatic system or however it can be handled. So I, to do both legs would be fine. Uh, certainly recommended to do that. Okay. And then my other question was just this is uh, obviously a new experience with the enterolith. Have you had any experience with? Um, you know, magnet being able to help with things like that not occurring. What, like tumors? Whether it's like sand, like sand college. So this was an enterolith, so it's where, you know, something gets into the intestine that's a foreign body or something like that, that then mineral deposits around it, and it, it looks kind of like a dinosaur egg that comes out. Right. Um, and so I'm curious if, you know, once she is cleared by the vet, if it would be helpful to, to kind of get her on a maintenance regimen to kind of try to move things through 
to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Well, well, certainly, I mean, that's what happens sometimes with colic. They need to move things through the intestinal area so it doesn't become clogged or, or build up of something going on. If those things are grow, or uh, if they're collecting sediment, if you will, collecting uh, and, and right. growing growing in size, improve blood flow. That's kind of like the buildup of calcium on your knuckles and in, and in arthritic areas. If you can keep the blood flow mm-hmm. good around those areas, you can slow down quite often the development. So anything to improve the oxygenation and the blood flow through the area could be beneficial to uh, preventing or helping to prevent those types of growths or those uh, developments from occurring. Okay, great. I'll pass that along. Thanks so much, Pat. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling. Hey, be sure to send an email to support at MagnaWave PEMF to be eligible to win this week's uh, gift bag uh, of MagnaWave gear and and maybe a copy of of my new book that's just out. We're going to take care of that and put that in there as well. So be sure to send that. Wonderful. Okay, have a great day. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. So if you'll give me a text or give me a call or talk to me on uh, CastBox, we'd be happy to enter you in the uh, drawing to uh, in, to to receive uh, the giveaway bag of uh, MagnaWave gear, mug, shirts, uh, news and views, all types of stuff will be, be in there. So if you'd like to uh, participate in that, just send me a text. I'll give you a call or catch up with me on CastBox. Let's see if we have any other questions. How do I explain the difference between releasing toxins but not detoxing the meds a horse would be on. Well, to for a horse to detox uh, because of their living environment, they're outside, they're in the stall, they're around all kinds of toxins. So to, to, to totally detox a horse is much more difficult than a person. And, and so you, you know, a person can, can have some teas or liquids or, or supplements that they can take to aid in detoxification. The MagnaWave will enhance the detoxification process uh, of the body and, and so to help that along. In a horse, on the other hand, yes, it, ha- it does help detox, help keep things going, but it, it, to have it take over detox to where the the toxins that someone's looking for in a medication and I think you asked the question also they're on an ulcer medication and they're, and you want to help that but yet you don't want to relieve all take care of all the toxins out of the body to where the medication doesn't operate the way they want it to and uh, that typically would not be the case because it's just very difficult to to detox totally uh, in that type of situation. Uh, another way to do it would be to treat uh, the overall body of the animal to get good blood flow and good oxygenation which can help the ulcer situation in the body uh, being taken care of but yet you're not treating the exact area where the ulcers occurring to to get to move the toxins from there. So that's how I would approach it and that's how I would would deal with explaining it. To to treat a horse one time that's on ulcer medication, you're not going to take it to the point that that you're going to inhibit the effect of the ulcer medication. We've seen over the years that when when horses have ulcers and medications are or used, we can help enhance the medication that's being used uh, in the animals. And of course, this is a conversation for the 
veterinarian, but uh, I don't see any situation that you would over detox an animal uh, that's needing some of the toxins for to for as a medication is concerned to approach the the care of the situation. Uh, but again, it's they, it's very difficult to detox a horse because of its environment uh, that it's in. Okay, I hope that helps. Uh, any other questions, send me a text, 502-599-9722. Be happy to uh, give you a shout back and answer those questions. Uh, let's see. Uh, no other questions at this point. So if you have a question, simply uh, put it in and I'll take a look at it. I do have some questions that were uh, a little earlier and I just did the one about the toxins. Um, how does this machine compare to the B3K uh, as far as power output? Well, the B3K machine is manufactured in Israel. It's the same as the Curatron machine that's also manufactured in Israel that typically are low power uh, devices. They're low voltage, low frequency devices that operate at a much lower power level of Gauss than our machines do. They work fine. They're just slower uh, to gain results that you're looking for uh, because of the lower power, the lower Gauss delivery. But that's uh, that's the question of the BK, B3K is very similar to the Curatron machine and so it would fall into the lower power uh, classification of devices like the Beamer machine or the Eimer's 2000 uh, devices that are out there that are also lower power machines. Doesn't mean that they don't work, it just means that they don't work as fast and don't have the amount of energy that a device like ours, like the MagnaWave devices, uh, produce. Let's see, uh, what medical conditions and prescription drugs are not compatible with the MagnaWave treatment? <clears throat> well, certainly there are a couple of devices, defibrillator and pacemakers are contraindicated uh, to use with the machine and it's not that we will uh, cause them to go off or set off the device. There is some concern about the battery and how they are powered that our device could potentially speed the battery drain. So we always stay away from those things. Outside of that, we haven't found a lot of indications that better blood flow and better oxygenation would not be beneficial uh, for the care of many different indications. Now it is, it, in, in some cases when you talk about medications, uh, what you want to be cognizant of is that improved oxygenation, improve, improved blood flow, what happens when, when our device works, it allows the blood cells to uptake more oxygen to better accept the proteins that are available to it. So it improves the metabolization. Well, so if you're giving a medication, it will enhance the amount of medication that is absorbed by the blood cells. So quite often the way we approach that is take the medication, let it assimilate into the body the way that it's supposed to do and then you can come back and treat the body, uh, treat the knee, treat the back, whatever it is that you're working on uh, without enhancing the amount of uh, uptake of the particular amount of medication that's desired. Now in some cases people have in fact wanted to do that. The docs want to get, you know when you take a medication you know that you may have X amount of uh, so many milligrams in there and only 20% of the medication or 30% of the medication is actually absorbed into into the body. That's not by design. They put more 
uh, what's needed in there could, because everything cannot be absorbed. It's passed through the body, it goes through the digestive system, and everything does not get metabolized into the body. So if you can, in some cases, enhance the amount of medication that gets to the area where you want it to go, uh, people like that. So that's, those are discussions for the doctor as to what, what they're taking and, and what's going on. So that's the way to approach that. A good way to do it again is to take the medication, allow it to be metabolized, allow it to be assimilated into the body, and then treat once that, once that is, is completed. Once it's where it's supposed to go, we're not going to increase how much is there at that point. So I can't say, uh, certainly, for example, in the United States, uh, chemotherapy. A lot of times when people receive chemotherapy, they become ill or it's, they become very uncomfortable. We don't want to enhance that by quite often treating at the same time. In Europe, on the other hand, and other countries, they often treat at the same time because they want more of that medication into the area of involvement to hopefully get a better result. And they, they it's a trade-off. You, you know, okay, if I'm going to get sick, I might get a little more nauseated or something, but I want the punch that I'm looking for. So that that happens in other places. In the U.S., when it comes to chemotherapy, for example, is we often wait for the chemotherapy process to be completed, wait a day or so, and then treat uh, for pain relief and comfort uh, that you can receive by using PEMF uh, treatments on the body. So that that's that's one is chemotherapy would be one that that quite often is contraindicated at the time uh, chemotherapy is being uh, administered. So, uh, but outside of that, uh, there are any, uh, and I also want to say uh, medical devices. There are some devices for back pain or specific cases in the body that they want to have uh, implanted medical devices that you, you either control or they control on themselves. Uh, they're, they're internally controlled uh, that would at the same time be contraindicated. Now, there are some new um, uh, pacemakers out that are they're called dual pole I believe that doctors are allowing for magnetic treatments to be administered to the low back knees hips ankles feet as long as you're a foot away uh, from the pacemaker itself so you could conceivably treat an elbow or a wrist a hand that type of thing um, it, while not treating the area of the pacemaker. So those are things to be cognizant of and, and uh, in fact I had a, uh, I presented the equipment a week, a week, two weeks ago at a clinic in Columbus, Ohio and I received a call uh, or an email from one of the clinicians there that has a shunt uh, a, a for um, in their brain uh, for fluid delivery that is programmed and so we're checking some of those devices again uh, we don't want to make them so they can't be programmed uh, or deprogram them uh, so we always want to be cognizant of that so any electro electrical type of device <clears throat> needs to be checked uh, before you treat around it or treat over it to make sure that it is uh, compatible with these types of treatments it's always best to talk to the doc or find out what's going on and we can do that if you have a question call the office or send me a text or an email and we'll do some quick research and and uh, quite often we can call the manufacturer and have a discussion with them and get the clarification that you're looking for because as, as i noticed i was looking last week for this shunt the people that make that particular device and, and they really don't approach uh, magnetic therapies 
and their description of what they're going, what they're doing. I had to call and talk with the with the engineers, and and they're uh, working now to get back to me to tell me if they think that it's safe to use uh, PEMF around that particular type of shunt. Again, if it's away from it, uh, the the power drops so dr drastically that you get away from it, it would not be necessarily an issue. But you always want to want to check. Let's see if there's any other questions coming up. Let me come over here. Um, and someone's having a birthday. Lynn Morris is having a birthday. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. I usually treat this two times a week for 20 minutes. Christy's talking about uh, when healing a toe human that underwent surgery, how do you place a large loop or butterfly loop to heal the toe? Well, what I would do is, and of course we're not ta we're talking about aiding the blood flow to the area to assist in the healing process so the body can better heal itself. But what I would do is I'd simply, as long as it's comfortable, I'd place the foot, if you, if you have, have a paddle, I'd place the foot right on the paddle, the toe, the ball of the foot, and the toe that you're working on right on the top of the paddle and tr turn it up to where it's comfortable. I mean, if they've just had surgery, they may not be with the nerves and everything going on. You may not be able to turn it very high or I would simply place the toe in the center of the butterfly if you want to open butterfly up and insert the foot and let the butterfly close over the front part of the foot so you have a coil above and a coil below and treat in that fashion would be a way to approach the toe as well if you have a mat and you simply want to place the foot in the middle of the bat of the mat and let the uh, the the whole signal come treat the whole foot at the same time which would not be a bad idea to have good blood flow through the entire foot the entire uh, part of the body and to assist in the healing process as well good question and uh, but that's how I would approach that type of situation um, let's see here I noticed yesterday while treating a barefoot horse that his feet were swelling when when he was getting treated. Is that a release of toxins through the feet? I wouldn't say that it's a necessarily a release of toxins, but if there's something going on there and the fluid needs to be released, the body's going to respond a as it needs to. So quite often there's something going on already there that's going to show and then when you treat it kind of brings it to the surface a little more rapidly <clears throat> and the fact that it's barefoot uh, without a shoe uh, is not a situation you can treat with or without a shoe in those types of situations I would all I would ask and if that type of situation that you're treating and something occurs like that there's typically something else going on and I would suggest that uh, find out from the uh, veterinarian share that with them and let them give their input on what it might be uh, what you could do there also uh, I don't know how you were treating if you were treating on the on the box on the on the on the uh, zoom box with the paddle in it coming up this way or if you were coming down now let's, let's if you're treating in a foot from the top and there's and there's some inflammation in there that that's causing pain or causing an issue and you're treating from the top trying to push down you might be better off to treat from the bottom to help move up the leg and I would also treat up the leg as well as we were talking earlier uh, with this horse with cellulitis and it would be the same thing uh, with a person dealing with that type of situation you want to move up you want to go the way the best way you want the blood flow to go is the way to approach that um, let's see sweating oh uh, okay so 
sweating, you're, you're dealing with it. I thought it was swelling that she was talking about and she clar clarified it and said that when she treated the foot, the horse was sweating. Well, certainly you're, you're, you are getting a toxin release. You are having an improvement of circulation through the area. If there's heat in the foot because of pain, because of an injury, you're going to help move that out. And, and so you can, you can get a little sweating in those types of situations uh, at, at some times. So, but it's the same thing. I would look on how you're going to <clears throat> how you're going to treat it. I had a client ask if MagnaWave would help with melanoma. If so, how would you go about treating a horse uh, with melanoma? Well, it depends where it is, and certainly you want to deal with with the veterinarian uh, in this type of situation as to the severity of the melanoma, uh, how long it's been there, how, you know, and, and be able to treat that way and to certainly work in concert with whatever they're doing. Uh, there have been cases where veterinarians use the device for to help shrink tumors, to help because most of the time these, these growths and cancerous situations do not like oxygen. So if we can overall improve the oxygenation of the blood flow in the area, improve the size and strength or help improve the size and strength of the white blood cells to better do their job to attack these areas, then that could be beneficial to those uh, types of situations when you're dealing with a cancerous type of growth that does not like oxygen. So anything you can do to improve the oxygen to the area in many cases is uh, doctors feel that that's beneficial but again that's something that you always want to talk about with the doctor in dealing with those types of situations because you, you don't know how something is progressing you certainly don't want to do something and then have it appear that you, you you enhanced what was going on and that's typically not been the case it, it's found uh, that again around the world in cancer clinics they use our devices or devices like ours for tumor reduction and on the healing process uh, through those types of those types of situations but we certainly uh, always want to err on the side of caution so again talk with the doctor who's involved with the uh, situation um, let's see Good morning. Uh, parents whose child has cerebral palsy is interested in PEMF therapy. The doctors are not at all familiar with this type of treatment. Um, what would you recommend in this case? If you go to the testimonial page uh, on the MagnaWave website and put in cerebral palsy, you'll see some testimonials from people who have used PEMF therapy and have been have received very pleasing results with regards to the symptoms that the uh, children experience or, or patients experience with it, and uh, and so and we've had some in our family to where uh, our relatives or anyway close friends of family by relatives of marriage and so on and so forth who have used uh, the device uh, on their child with cerebral palsy and, and have been very pleased with the comfort uh, that they receive and the and the, in, in many cases the change in symptoms that they're uh, experiencing uh, so it I would simply treat the, the full body for comfort and uh, and and see how things go and just be uh, just be uh, patient with what you're doing and uh, see how, how it works out. But that's the process that I would use. But you can really learn more uh, if you'll go to the MagnaWave website and look under testimonials. Or you could go to the MagnaWave group, the MagnaWave uh, edu PMF Education and Resource page. It's a group, MagnaWave 
International PEMF um, Education and Research. You can find it and you can ask questions in there as well and you can search in there for various uh, things that have been done uh, with regard to cerebral palsy and other indications that you might be looking for. You can also go to the PEMFprofessionals.com. It's the AOPP website, PEMFprofessionals.com, and you can search for particular indications and you'll find studies that have been done or what's gone on around the world with various indications, again, like cerebral palsy or whatever uh, it may be. We don't diagnose and we don't cure uh, anything. We just work to improve the body's position with oxygenation and blood flow and cellular health so the body can better work and fight uh, whatever it needs to do itself so that's how we kind of kind of approach that but we've seen many many people who have experienced good results dealing with various indications okay let's see um, Jeff good morning uh, let's see a streaming the body of a horse whose feet were sweating okay I got that one um, joining on my first live Tanya, thanks for being here. Finished your certification last week. Well, I'm glad you're here. If you have a question, uh, simply post it in the Facebook group or you can send me a text to 502-599-9722 and uh, I will call you back and we can have a discussion. If you call me or send me a text and I call you, you'll be entered to win the MagnaWave gift bag that's full of MagnaWave gear. Uh, we give one away each week to someone who uh, that we talk with on the program and uh, we like to do that because we like to uh, have live conversations. Let me see if there's anything going on here on CastBox. Um, uh, Hazel's with us on CastBox this morning, so we're always glad to have Hazel with us. And if you have any other questions, simply post them in the, uh, again, on Facebook, YouTube. I'll stay as long as I have questions. If you don't have any questions, I'll let you get on about your day, and I'll move on to <laughs> some other projects as well. Again, I was talking earlier, a new product that I am personally involved with is the JuteHealth.com. It's a new CBD product line that uh, I've been working with for about a year, and we're launching the website this week, so if you're interested, go check out jupehealth.com if you'd like to ask me questions send me a text I'd be happy to call you back and explain it to you um, if you're if you're interested if you'd like to purchase some product on there and you want a discount on your first purchase 20% discount the code that you would put in at time of purchasing jute49 uh, is my code and to get you the discount that you might be interested in okay uh, no other questions coming up at this point did you see anything on there Chris anywhere um, we haven't seen anything else um, I just want to I'm gonna go ahead and put it back in there we're giving away copies of the book still uh -huh. uh, we again we're waiting on some to come in right right uh, so we're gonna send up so that link if they want to sign up to get that is going to be in the notes as well perfect perfect let me um, look at my groups here I did have a couple other questions that were in the group page let's see I've got a question. For yes, you. sir. Yes, uh, sir. Kind of a follow-up on the cellulitis question. Uh huh. Could you speak a little bit about the difference between treating a horse from the lower part of the leg up versus working from the from the hip or so down? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, great question. Thanks, Tony. Um, <clears throat> What you want to do is, we, for example, one of the things that we do when we're working on the body of a horse is you want to move in the direction that the hair is growing because that's the way the, the blood is flowing, the, the way it's uh, with the grain, if you will. So the same thing when you're working on a, on a leg, certainly you can treat the knee, for example, and you're treating that area specifically. But if you have something that, that you want to move 
up, then it's easier to move up the leg so it frees the blood flow into the body to, to go back instead of coming down because things get so tight in the hoof. If, 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 and specifically, if you're dealing with, with the hoof area and you're trying to come down the leg, we recommend that you start on the bottom and move up to move the blood up the leg to move to help the health of the area uh, in that type of fashion. So you're not going down to where you got to fight through the inflammation to then come up the other way. So we just quite often recommend to start on the bottom and move up in that type of fashion. Does that help, Tony? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, let's see. Um, another question. How can PEMF help? Swollen, oh, okay, swollen lymph node, how can PEMF help? Well, um, anytime you have inflammation, you have basically a coagula, you have a clumping of blood in the area. So you have a, a swollen lymph node, certainly to treat the area. Now, again, you know this is something that you know you don't want to have swollen lymph nodes and and you want and you may want to talk to your doc but basically by treating the area you're improving the oxygenation improving the blood flow around the area to help decrease the inflammation we are basically an inflammation reduction device so if it's swollen there's inflammation and we want to get good blood flow around that to help potentially relieve that inflammation so the area is not in pain and and or discomfort uh, to the area so my recommendation would be wherever uh, the situation is just treat the area maybe you place the coil over it and treat it at a very moderate comfortable setting you always want to be comfortable in the setting that you're using to uh, work on those various areas and it's also you might want to treat around it let's just let's say it's 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 under your arm that you're having a situation well yes you could treat right there but you also want to treat the shoulder and the chest area so again so you have good blood flow going to it I always talk about that when you have an accident in the road everybody slows down to see the accident well you clear everything out then you're back to smooth traffic so we want to clear everything out in the area so the spot that we're working on can be as free to get good blood flow and good oxygenation as possible to help relieve uh, whatever that situation might be uh, great question and uh, but certainly you know and, and that's quite often a lot of times uh, what oh my uh, what what goes on is you want to improve that type of blood flow in that type of situation. We always talk about with with horses, we want to do a full body treatment. Why? Because we want to help the good blood flow all over the body because where's that blood going to go over the next several hours to wherever there are issues. A lot of times we don't know where the referring issue is. So if we're treating an area and then we go to a referral spot, we are, we're nourishing that with good oxygenated blood by treating the whole area. And we do that sometimes with people as well we're treating their shoulder well we'll treat their torso to get good blood flow throughout the body as it goes to that shoulder over the hours or the rest of the day to help in to help that situation be improved okay um, okay let's dial this number here we go got a person coming in so we got two people now in line for the uh, gift bag today the number you have dialed is not in service oh. Well, let's make sure I'm doing the right number. Okay, so I may have done that wrong, but it's, that's good. I dialed the wrong number. Here it comes. <laughs> Got to dial the right number. 
Good morning, Pat. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. 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 What can I help um, you? With? I have a, I have a question um, about about treating for vertigo. Okay. Uh, and then uh, oh shoot, and then um, this client um, has had surgery and had a titanium rod in his in his leg. Uh huh. And I guess after surgery he came out and said he had some vertigo and migraine. Um, now they're saying that he has um, a an insect-borne virus like West Nile that's causing encephalitis, so swelling of his brain. Okay. So. so I'm just, but that that he has inner ear um, inflammation as well. Whew, he's got some stuff going on now. I, I kind of missed the part on the t he had surgery and they put a rod in. Yes, um, I was just going back looking at her message to me. Uh, Nine-inch titanium plate. Okay, and and the question is, can they treat around that? Well, I was more concerned, uh, you know, with his with the encephalitis, and uh, I'm assuming that the plate, the the area of the plate, is not causing him pain. She was just concerned with the metal, and I, I um, after everything that. You know, you discussed and we've learned through training and, and treating people with metal in their body. That's that's not ever been an issue for me. Correct. Um, more more of concerned with how to treat the encephalitis or how to treat with all this inflammation going on in his you know upper body region, head and neck. What I would yeah, um, <laughs> that's a great question. Two things typically people with rods and plates inserted in their body it is not has not been a problem to treat them you always want to test to make sure that they're not feeling any discomfort around that area but typically over the years it has not been an issue it's not going to change the plate it's not going to loosen anything or anything like that so uh, that that is typically not a not a situation now dealing with the with the head and the encephalitis from the from the uh, the, however, it's with from a, a bite or, or something that's causing that situation, I would approach it probably to think about, again, you want to be in contact with the docs or make sure that everybody's comfortable with what's going on, but I'd place the large loop on the sh over the head, on the shoulders, and treat it a comfortable setting to treat the entire head and neck region of the body. And, okay. and I, that would be a good way of doing it without putting the coil directly on the head. Uh, uh, again, with stroke patients, we do place the coils right on the head. With, with people for depression, we do that. But when you're dealing with, with encephalitis or something like that where there's a lot of inflammation going on that causes discomfort that could be exacerbating the uh, inner ear problem with the um, vertigo and those types of things, again, what we want is good oxygenated blood going to that area. So simply placing the coil and treating this way, you're going to get the whole area. Now, now, as things progress, uh, a couple of years ago, and it wasn't any fun uh, to to be able not to walk and to be very nauseated when you try to stand and those types of things. And I was, and it was on one side, and I was treating very comfortably. Um, like this with one of the coils but again I would I would sneak up on that situation I wouldn't go jump in and and do something that could potentially exacerbate you know with, with, when you're talking with the doctor so I'd go this way 
Okay. And, and, and it'll work. You'll get the whole, you'll get everything. So you're just going to help blood flow into the area and, and good oxygenation will help re reduce that uh, inflammation. And how about treating the feet? Uh, certainly, uh, I would do that. Yeah. I would do that as well because a lot of people approach the feet from a re reflexology uh, point of view. So if you're treating the feet, you are treating the area of the feet that influence the brain and brain health and brain activity. So I would certainly, I would certainly do that. And you may look at a at a um, uh, acupuncture chart or an acupuncture book and deal with the acupuncture points that deal with brain health and and, and that mm -hmm. whole thing and maybe treat those spots as well because you could simply and you don't have to be right on the spot with MagnaWave you can just be near it and you'll enhance the uh, application of that spot to stimulate the acupuncture point. So I would do all of that certainly. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay no. All right. Well, I guess that, that answers everything. Well, thank you, and be sure to send an email to support at magnawavepmf.com, and we'll get you in the drawing for today's uh, gift bag. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. And we have another uh, call that I'll get on here. So we got three folks today. Here we go. Ringy-dingy. And there's another question... Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How can I help you? We have we had a situation where we had a what we believe was a snake bite. I was notified by a veterinarian that I use. She referred someone. We had the area seemed to be the sheath. The fifth day is when I got called by the owner of the horse. We treated the area with the paddle and also treated the body. They were on antibiotics, didn't use anodentum because they weren't sure if or what type of snake, of course. And after second day in a row of treatments, the breathing went from panting to normal, appetite increased, swelling went down, the stomach was drawn up on the day that I treated and two days later it had come back down to normal. Great. Everything from the feeling was no sensitivity and ice cold. By the end of 48 hours, there was some more sensitivity after 24 hours was starting to return. Uh, everything just really turned around within 48 hours. It's incredible. That's amazing, and I appreciate you sharing that, that type of activity. So a veterinarian recommended you to the people to, uh, to treat the area. Yes. And, and that's great. I mean, that, that's improving because they understand. They're coming, they, they know, but a lot of times if a veterinarian's not familiar with our type of therapy or what's going on, what, what can happen. But obviously you had someone realizing that what you needed in the area was good circulation, good blood flow to help move the inflammation and the problem away from the area and out of the body. And uh, so that's a great, great result. And we've seen that happen with, with snake bites in the past when they, of course, they always, like you said, they always got to know if it's poisonous or not or venom, what the situation is, because we certainly don't want to push something more rapidly through the body that they need to, to deal with. So you were, they, they were smart in first going to the veterinarian and then the veterinarian recommending your processes is wonderful news. Uh, you might put that in, a, in an email and send it to us because that, that's very beneficial uh, uh, to be able to be used. Thank you. You got it. I didn't know if there was any other pointers or recommendations. 
Well, you, you pretty like much it. you pretty much did the right thing. I mean, uh, uh, by treating the area uh, around it, and and you know, so often we don't know, and so we you know the situation is let's treat the area and and let's look for the result that we're looking for. And uh, no, I, I my recommendation is treat it. <laughs> and you did that. You did a great <laughs> job. <laughs> So, Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, thanks for calling, and uh, be sure to send an email to support at magnawavepmf.com, and we'll get you entered for the gift bag today. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Uh huh. Have, Have a great. Mm -hmm. Bye bye. Great question. Uh, great testimonial. That's always exciting uh, for those types of things to come up. Let's see. No more calls there. Um, mentioned a book can you briefly know what it is uh, yes the book is uh, it's called wake up happy brain and it's a compilation uh, by 30 different authors who are doctors there are, uh, most of them there are only three people in the book who are not doctors of which I was one uh, and I'm very honored to be asked to be a part of the book but everyone dealt with brain health what they do in their practice dealing with brain health whether they're a chiropractor or an MD or just whatever if they use supplements various things that people use to deal with a healthy happy brain and uh, that's what it's about it's available on Amazon as in the wake up series of books and it's wake up uh, happy brain and I dealt with in my particular contri contribution to the book with how we've used MagnaWave for depression and how we've used it for stroke recovery and those types of things. And my byline was uh, you take away inflammation, you take away pain, and you'll have a happy brain. And, and so that's what we work to do is to relieve pain to make a brain happier. So that's the book. It is available. We are going to, how are we going to do that, Chris? Is that part of the giveaway to folks who call? Or are we doing, you're going to do people? Yeah, it, the links in the link is in the, the thing. It's a separate link. They have to fill out a form, and we we will draw five winners. Ah, okay. So we're going to draw five winners. So there's a link in the uh, in the thread there. So uh, fill out the link, and we'll put you in a drawing to receive the book. And uh, uh, it's pretty exciting uh, to be a part of the group, and and uh, I really enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoy the the book as well. Uh, let's see. Um, Okay, who can I reach out to for support? Recently bought a machine from the company. Uh, Dawn, that's a great question. 502-742-7868, is that right? 833 MagnaWave. Or, oh, there you go, 833 MagnaWave. Wow, that's a new number, right? Yep. 833 MagnaWave, see, I don't even know what's going on all the time around here. 833 MagnaWave, that'll bring you to the office and you'll get Lee and uh, she can direct you to the proper person that you need for support, whether it's about maintenance on a device, uh, upkeep of a device, or questions with regard to treatment, training, uh, so on and so forth. So we're happy to help you, 833 MagnaWave. Oh, I'm excited about that, that's pretty cool. Um, I would love some mag swag. Oh, Tanya, that's cool. We have a mare that had a distal limb per perfusion on the front knee about two weeks old because she was growing too fast and forward. She's 10 now and doing great. Um, but there was more to that question. I don't know what she meant. Uh, well, oh, oh, here. But after heavy work, it'll tremble a little. A little. How should best treat to maintain? Well, <clears throat> so you're you're working on the on the on the area from from growth. I would just treat it regularly. I would say you you'll learn after a number of treatments it, after work how long it holds. And so sometimes after work you need to treat to help the recovery. Uh, 
And so after working, if you treat the area, it may not tremble or it may help it hold for a longer period of time. Uh, so we always say treat as long as function continues to improve, which is what you've done. And then sometimes after work, it kind of comes back. So you may need to treat a little more and hopefully over time, those periods will extend to be longer. Uh, my wife and I, you've probably heard me say it and I apologize. I'm gonna say it again. She had three herniated discs and we, it took us 90 days of treatment, consistent treatment to get her to where her pain and and movement improvement of movement would last for three to four weeks without any treatments and so she only in or for the last 12 years she only needs a, one or two treatments every three to four weeks and she's good she doesn't have the pain and she has the mobility she's looking for so you'll have to do the same thing in that type of situation is to just you'll find a happy spot to where you can know how often to treat to keep the spot stable Hopefully over time, everything will be in place that you don't need to treat, but you may need to just be continual in that type of situation. Okay. Um, let's see, I mean, make sure. Oh, call the office. Let's see, is they, you put 800 MagnaWeave or 833 MagnaWeave? It says 833 on my side. It's oh. 833. Okay, on mine, it's, all of a sudden it says 800. Um, let's see. I have a horse owner sent me this. Ultrasound confirmed tendonitis of the deep flexor tendon and evidence of damage to the lower distal part of the tendon. I got mixed signals looking up on the practitioner's page. Should I treat high or low? Is two times a week good? I've been doing 10 minute whole body, 10 minute leg, one day 15 minutes just on leg the other day. Okay, um, should I treat high or low? I would treat, uh, when you're dealing dealing with the tendon and you're dealing with the leg, I would, I would turn it comfortably. I mean, I, I would probably turn it up a little bit, uh, is, is what I would do, as long as you're not getting, as long as the animal is standing what's going on. If you turn it too high, they will move and they'll be uncomfortable. So you want to, I would start at a moderate type of setting. And, and really, I, I wouldn't, I, I would not necessarily go, you can go low, you're just gonna need to treat, leader, treat longer. So I would treat it at a moderate setting and click, 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 click type of setting, or even, you know, and, and um, just treat it comfortably. Your times seem good. Uh, two times a week is fine. Uh, I, I would treat as often as necessary if someone, if that works for the client, but two times a week in that type of situation to try to get ahead of it would be fine. And you're doing, um, you're doing the whole body to get good blood oxygenation to the whole body that's going to go to that area and then you're treating the spot on the leg itself and that's typically the what the best way to do it is to treat the area that's having an issue then treat more to clear up the whole body and to help energize the situation through the day great question um, you can receive a free book dawn by filling out the link on the site there clicking the link and filling out the form and you'll be in the drawing to receive the book um, let's see. Does it speak about Alzheimer's? Uh, the brain health book, there are some folks in the book that do deal with Alzheimer's 
and uh, treating there. There are there are some studies that are showing that Alzheimer's uh, they don't really necessarily know the, what's going on but there is some inflammation uh, related to it so um, yes the book does deal with some areas of Alzheimer's and uh, we're certainly working on doing some things with that as well. People are, are finding that, that by treating the head and uh, it helps with uh, cognition and uh, uh, I do that myself. I treat my uh, head and upper uh, shoulder area uh, every day um, just to keep good blood flow going through the brain and everything working good. I noticed I actually started doing it a after a conversation one night uh, at, a, at a friend's home and they were talking about uh, how it would work for Alzheimer's and what we do with cognition and so forth and you know as we all get into situations as we age or simply you know people say it all the time but you're trying to think of a word to say something and you can't think of the word and I've noticed myself doing that as I as I age a little bit I'm a young guy but uh, anyway and so I've started doing that and I've noticed an improvement in in my searching for words that I don't do it as much and and uh, so that's cool and uh, and I don't have any symptoms of anything so I'm not worried about that at this point but uh, good brain health is important so why not work on the circulation to <coughs> to the head, head and brain and to uh, speech <laughs> and to uh, try to keep you in a good healthy state uh, so yes I would uh, check out the book again it's available on Amazon uh, the wake up the happy brain and um, it's it's a pretty interesting book as people and you don't have you know you can read any section you want because they're all broken down as to what the various uh, situations that the various doctors and participants participants are are dealing with uh, in the book dr. Brannon wrote a chapter in the book dr. Brandon Deweese who we work with on the uh, wave oasis uh, vibration beds and PEMF mats and uh, so he's got a whole chapter in there on the brain health and how he uses the vibration signals for rest and relaxation and and so forth so it's a good read and uh, if you'd like and it's be a good actually something good for you as a, for those of you who are practitioners to read and understand the the brain health and how other people uh, utilize it and certainly brain health is important in horses where you treat the pole and, and the axis of the atlas of the horse and, and the same thing on small animals and and people as well so it's it you may find it to be a very beneficial uh, beneficial read um, and it certainly doesn't hope hurt if you're a practitioner to associate yourself with the book well, that's going to bring me to a little project I want to talk about but uh, to associate with the book uh, our participation in the book helps you have additional uh, credibility and a, an accurate uh, presentation to your clients as well <clears throat> with that said uh, it, I, I've kind of been toying with this for the last couple of days but to go into our testimonials or work with you those of you who are practitioners who would like to do this uh, send me an email or a text and uh, my thought is to put together a compendium of practitioners uh, writing specific chapters dealing with specific things that they've had happen specific miracles that they've experienced uh, like the woman that just shared with us about the snake bite and simply put a book together uh, 10 12 15 chapters dealing with specific situations that you've dealt with as a practitioner and then we can release a book and make all of you uh, who'd like to participate a bestseller as well which would be perfect for your business development and business credibility uh, as you develop your business okay uh, so I'd like to do that and um, those of you who'd like to participate let me know so you got to do and we'll uh, we'll certainly make a plan and uh, put something like that together let me see if I've had any other uh, messages here um, nope 
No, just three messages there. Let's check the cast box over here and make sure that everything's going on there. New message. Um, finally, meds. Finally, a meds live cast. There you go, Dudley. We're glad to be here, and uh, we're going to do more of these uh, live cast on Castbox dealing with uh, medical issues, hemp, uh, PEMF, all kinds of things uh, to uh, approach through the Castbox live uh, application. Okay, let's see what time is it. Oh, we're about out of time. Let me see if there's any other questions here to answer. Um, I think we're good. Uh, so I want to thank you for uh, joining me today. I always enjoy it. Great questions, uh, and I hope you're able to uh, you're able to pick up some good information that you can use as far as your health and wellness is concerned. Again, if you'd like to learn more about my new product, uh, Jute Health and Jute Hemp, uh, it's JuteHealth.com, and uh, to learn more about it and. Uh, get some information. If you choose to buy some product and you want a 20% discount, use the code uh, JUTE49 and you'll receive a 20% discount on your first purchase. So that's it for JUTE. That's it for me. Thank you for joining me. We'll be, I'm not sure I'll be here next week. I think I'm traveling, uh, but uh, we'll let you know. Uh, but we're glad to be here today and thanks for joining me. Have a great day and wave on to better health. Bye-bye.